Hi, I'm Meredith, and it is Thursday of Easter week, and this is the Launch Pod for Pomona Valley Church. It's really common on Thursday of Easter week to line up with the event that happened in Jesus' own week, and that's the Passover meal, also known as the Last Supper. So here's how Luke tells it. Starting in verse 13 of chapter 22, so they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. I've commonly heard reflections on how the practice of communion, receiving bread and wine or juice as a symbolic enactment of this meal, looks back on the past, which is true. We eat, we drink, we remember. We remember the suffering and death that followed this meal. God dying so that we could have life. But in college, and I can remember the class from my freshman year, I learned, or maybe it just stuck for the first time, that I also get to consider the present. Each time I eat broken bread, I also ask God to lead me to broken places. Places in myself, anger, impatience, self-importance. Places in my family, tense tones, poor listening, places in my friendships or work relationships, and places in the world, people needing medical care, people experiencing homelessness. There is no shortage of broken experiences in our world near and far. And each time I eat broken bread, I remember that Jesus gave himself so that those broken things could slowly be made whole. Families can forgive. Hearts can change. Hope can take hold despite circumstances. Communion also invites us to look to the future. I'd never noticed before that class that I took how Jesus says, I tell you I won't eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Those lines had totally escaped me. But the fulfillment of the kingdom of God is the time when the stuff that should be really is. You see, when Jesus came to earth, he inaugurated the kingdom. It began, it had arrived, it was getting started. God was on the move. And then, until now, and for some unknown length of time, we lived in the middle. Where the kingdom is here, but isn't realized all the way. Where Jesus' will for people to be known and loved, cared for, supported, healthy, it just isn't happening all the way yet. And this gap between the inauguration and fulfillment is really hard. Hard enough to cause many people to doubt this whole deal with Jesus. But each time I eat the bread and drink the cup, I remember that a day is coming when it all gets made right. All the sadness stops. All the shame unravels. All the suffering ends. And since that is the future that is coming— Following Jesus into the world means looking for God's invitation to represent God's kingdom, the place of wholeness, goodness, life, flourishing. To do now 
what will matter then. We hope that our church will joyfully and sustainably live the one another's, neighbor well, and do justice. I'm using those three categories today to just consider one step I might take. For example, I'm thinking about how I can carry one another's burdens with my six-year-old, who is still adjusting to moving out of our house. He's found a new interest since then, actually. He really wants to learn to bake cakes from scratch all by himself, with no grown-ups helping at all. And supporting him in this interest, taking the time, getting cookbooks from the library, teaching him patiently, no matter how much flour spills, celebrating his creations. It's this tiny way to live in the kingdom with him. I also took time today to open the email updates from the nonprofits that we support in work of compassion, justice, healing, and hope. And I read them and I prayed for them and I allowed the stories they told to touch me on an emotional level. Being a donor for them is this tiny way to live in the kingdom with people around the world who experience challenges that I know little about firsthand. Maybe you take a step to live out a one another or offer an act of love or justice for a neighbor today. Do something today that will matter on the day that Jesus fulfills what began at that table.